Unless otherwise indicated, Ratchet Book Club is intended for a mature audience. Viewer discretion is greatly advised. Welcome to Ratchet Book Club, where we read hood classics and good classics. I'm Derek. First things first, thank you to Jalene from the It Goes Down the PM uh, podcast for uh, joining my Patreon. Didn't even fucking remember I had a Patreon. Apparently it's in the show notes. Also, part two, Patreon is dope. Love that you're a part of it. Patreon was not a part of the Ratchet Book Club because I didn't want to ask people for money for me to read to them. But now that the floodgates have opened, um, my Patreon is uh, a cavalcade of all of my different shows, like bonus stuff from all my different shows. Um, So that's single simulcast, the Dream Team, Unburdened, uh, Storytellers. Uh, the kitchen sink, just all of my stuff. So you get to see into the mind of Derek, and it is cluttered as fuck. There's one story on there called Shut the Fuck Up, Hannah. It's pretty awesome. If you want to join the Patreon, go for it. I'm also going to um, put like original stories on there. That's what I figured I'm going to do for the Patreon. Um, I will read ahead in the book and I'll put those on, uh, the Patreon. So then Patreon members can listen to it there. And then I'll also put original stories that I have written or that I'm coming up with off the top of my head. Cause I'm really fucking talented. 916 1537 Uh, Ratchet and Ratchet at gmail.com. Um, Ratchet book club on Twitter. Uh, hit us up. Leave a voicemail. Let us know what you think. Leave a review at podchaser.com. Just type in Ratchet Book Club. And when you look at the Patreon because you're curious to know what Shut the Fuck Hannah was about, and trust me, it is fucking awesome. There's also one about why you shouldn't drink too much apple juice at a, at a burger battle. Um, that was also a, a interesting... Did you know that if you drink like three quarts of apple juice, That's that That makes you have to go to the bathroom. And if there's no bathrooms in the area, yeah, um, on the Patreon. Anyways, um, the Patreon is under my first show, the, uh, the flagship show, which is Single Simulcast. Don't ask me why I named it Single Simulcast. I like alliteration. I liked it then. I don't like it as much now, but it is what it is. It's been 11 years, 10 years, 10 years, 10 years and like, Four days, I will reach my 10-year anniversary of single simulcast. 
Gosh, I'm talking about single simulcast on Ratchet Book Club. That's my fault. Maybe it's because I'm really trying to avoid the fact that I'm still really mad at them about making me have to read part two of this shit. But also really excited. Like, I keep touching my nipples. I'm just going to let that sit for a second. They're both there. Lefty and righty both say hi. Actually, their names aren't Lefty and righty, but I'm not going to tell you their real names because I don't want you calling for them in public. That would be awkward. Anyhow, Ratchet Book Club is proud to be mad to present Loving My Wife and Her Sister Part 2. Um, it is a thing where we have to start reading it because it literally dropped off at a cliffhanger in the last episode, which is shitty. Also shitty, the fact that now these chapters are like seven pages long, so I'm about to knock these motherfuckers out. Like, the way I'm about to knock these motherfuckers out is gonna be epic. Or it's not. I'm good with it either way. But enough talking about how epic it's gonna be or not gonna be. Chapter 1, Annalise. When I arrived at the address that was in the navigation system, I didn't know who or what I'd find when I got there. I didn't have any information on who these tenants were. So I didn't know what the hell they drove. All I knew was that when we drove up, there was a very nice cat in the driveway. I grabbed my purse and keys and headed to the door with Michaela in tow. She seemed more anxious than I was to find out who was inside. I just want to stop. This is me. The reason why I'm stopping is because before this chapter one, there's actually a prologue. And the prologue is literally the last chapter of the last book. So it's kind of like... Back to the Future, where it always ended on the To Be Continued, and then the beginning of the next movie was the ending of the last movie, and that shit was tedious, and I don't want to be tedious. If y'all want to know what happened at the end of the last book, listen to the last episode. I really ain't got shit for you. I'm already calling this Series 5. I'm not looking back. I look forward, people. Progress, niggas. Sorry about that had a lot of Italian ice today. Nothing in the world could have prepared me for what I saw when I opened that door. Out of all the people in the world, Zakia, what in the fuck was this bitch even doing here? I just knew this wasn't who Gavin was renting my damn house to, and if it was, he had a lot of explaining to do. Especially when that bitch answered the door in some cheap-ass nighty while he stood there with nothing but his pajama bottoms on. It didn't take long for me to put two and two together and figure out they were fucking. I mean, nigga, really? She's in a negligee. He's in pajama bottoms with nothing else on. He's your fucking husband. It took long. It took more than seeing that. I'm sorry. Sorry. I, I'm still I'm working through my feelings while y'all are working with me. Walk with me as I walk with Jesus. Once I figured that shit out, all I saw was red. I was so angry that I could have strangled him with my own bare hands. I can't fucking believe you, Gavin. I shouted as I immediately jumped on him and got to whooping his lying, cheating ass. I was using both fists to rain punches on him as fast as I could. I wanted to inflict as much pain on him as possible. Shit, he had caused me some pain, so he was going to get it like he gave it. He was lucky I didn't have a gun in my purse because I would have shot his fucking ass. As I punched him in the face and upside the head, he kept trying to grab my wrist to stop me. However, I was so mad I was moving quicker than Mayweather on his ass. 
I wanted to punch his lights out, but the way he was moving while trying to block them, it was too hard to do. Wait, Annalise, wait, let me explain, he cried. Explain what? You bastard! How can you explain this shit? I asked as I kept hitting him. After another minute or so, Gavin finally managed to grab my hands. Struggling to get free, I looked him in the eyes. Yeah, those are going to be black by tomorrow, but I still wanted to fuck him up. Get your fucking hands off me, I hollered and jerked my hands free from his grasp so I could turn on Zakia who was standing there looking dumb. Oh, I straightened that face out real quick. You fucking bitch! I snapped, ready for anything. Good thing, too, because that little ratchet-ass bitch started swinging on me, and as mad as I was, you could best believe she was about to get her ass beat, too. With no mercy, I started swinging right back on her, making up for the last fight we had when she got her ass whooped. Now, that's just me. I just want to remind you, she got her ass whooped at a, at a fucking will reading. She got the will beat out of her. <laughs> There was a will and she had a way back to Texas. She got her ass well up top. So there was no way I was about to let Zakia get me this time because I had too much anger built up inside. Bitch, you had this shit coming, I shouted as we continued to go blow for blow until Gavin jumped in the middle of us and split us up. Stop this shit, I he yelled. Look, I want you and her to get the fuck out of here, I demanded as Michaela stood beside me. What? Zakia asked. Did I stutter, bitch? I want you out of my fucking house. Now! You can't do that. You can't just come in here and throw me out of my daddy's house. Yo, daddy's house? Bitch, this my fucking house. I've been living here for... Bitch, you got me fucked up. I don't give a fuck if you've been living here for eight years. You bout to get the fuck up out of here today, I shouted. This paper says I can do whatever the fuck I want to with my house. And right now, I want both of you out my fucking house. You can't put me out. I got my salon ready to go. I put too much into this house already, and I've been living here. I don't give a fuck how much money you spent or how long you've been living here. I want you out of my house now, I screamed. Gavin, she, she can't do that, right? Zakia yelled as she looked at Gavin for help. Annalise. Oh, motherfucker, you bet not say shit to me right now, I warned as Michaela clenched my arm to hold me back. You got 10 minutes to get your shit and get the fuck out. You can't just throw me out on the streets. I have two kids and one on the way, Zakia shrieked. <coughs> Michaela looked at me with her mouth wide open. Did that girl say she pregnant? She gasped her eyes about to pop out of her head. Gavin, I know you didn't. Please tell me you didn't stoop that low and get this chick pregnant. Raising my brow, I folded my arms across my chest and waited for him to answer Michaela's question. Those seconds were slowly ticking away as he stood there, shifty-eyed and silent. Seriously? I hissed, but Gavin still remained silent. You really got that girl pregnant? What in the fuck were you thinking? Never mind, don't, don't, even, don't even answer that. Gavin, you are one grimy, foul-ass nigga. I would have never expected this from you, Michaela said. The fact that Gavin was just standing there stuck on stupid told me that the kid was his. 
That bastard was not only screwing around with some bitch who was supposedly my sister, but he had gotten her pregnant too. Never had I imagined this was what my husband was doing this whole time he kept coming out here to check on the property. The whole time he had this bitch hidden away in my house while they used it as their little love nest. Why didn't I see this shit sooner? Y'all know what? Y'all know what? I don't even care if my husband got your little nasty ass pregnant Zakia. All I know is that y'all ain't having your little bastard up in here. So like I said, both of you need to get the fuck out of my house. Now. Annalise. I don't want to talk to you. When I said I want y'all out, I meant that shit, I yelled. Can she at least stay in her salon? Ain't nothing here for her, Gavin! Get the fuck out! I screamed. But you motherfuckers got eight goddamn minutes. If y'all ain't out in eight, I'm calling the cops to remove y'all fucking squatting asses. Wow! You can't do that. Gavin, you better school this bitch on what I can and can't do, I said angrily. What kind of lawyer are you if you can't help me when I need you, Zakia asked Gavin. You don't have a lease or any kind of signed document giving you permission to stay here. You said I could stay here, Zakia screamed. I, I did, but since you haven't been paying rent and Annalise didn't agree to the arrangement, you have to leave. I'm sorry, but we need to go pack your things, Gavin sadly spoke like he felt sorry for this mangy bitch. Was he really taking her side like that? If he was, he could have her. What? What? What am I going to tell the kids? She asked with tears in her eyes. Tick, tock, tick, tock. I chanted and shot daggers towards my husband and so-called sister. Tell your kids you had no right to be here. Tears spilled from Zakia's eyes when she realized this was the battle she was just not going to win. She looked at me as if she wanted to say something, but I didn't want to hear that shit. After they had disappeared into the room, I turned to Michaela, who still had her mouth wide open. I never thought, bitch me either. What the hell? How are you? Are you okay? She asked. Surprisingly, yes. You're definitely handling better than I would have, Michaela confessed. I'd still be fucking their asses up. Both of them could get it all day long. No need to do that, sis. Getting this bitch out of my house is enough satisfaction for me. Four minutes! I yelled towards the back of the house. As silence crept across the room, in the distance I could hear Zakia crying and fussing about having no place to go, but I didn't give two fucks. Gavin had money, so let him take care of her ass. Speaking of which, I logged into our bank account and transferred all my fucking money to my rainy day and savings account. If Gavin thought he was going to be taking care of that bitch using my inheritance money, he had another thing coming. The bank called my phone as soon as I made the transfer. Hello? May I speak to Miss Annalise Channing, please? This is Annalise. This is Connie from Wells Fargo Bank. After verifying my identity, she stated the reason for her call. The reason for my call today is because I noticed two huge transfers from your joint account that you shared with Mr. Channing. I just wanted to make sure that you were aware of the transactions. Oh, yes, ma'am. I'm very aware of it. That was money I received from my late father's estate. If you need me to send proof of it, niggas. Now, I know that y'all ain't all niggas, so Eritreans, white people, Samoans, I see you. This shit says, if you need me to send proof of the that transaction. 
are we rushing through these books or is it just me rushing through these books? Because I'm, if you need me to send proof of the, that transaction, let me know and I'll fax the paperwork to you. That won't be necessary, Miss Channing. I'm logged into that account and I can see the check you deposited a few months ago. I was only calling it a security check. Now that I know it was you, I'll release the funds to your personal saving and checking account. Thank you, Connie. I appreciate that, I said as we ended the call. Standing there with a sneaky grin on my face, I wondered how Gavin was going to feel when he checked the account and saw that I removed all my money. If he didn't see it coming, oh well, he should have known since he wanted to be with Zakia. While my soon-to-be ex-husband was at it, he had better get a lawyer because I was done with this bullshit relationship. Just like I was done with Gavin's punk ass. Turning up my nose at him and Zakia as they walked out carrying trash bags and suitcases filled with her shit, I cut my eyes. The sight of them only made my stomach turn. I wasn't able to get all my kids' things, Zakia had the nerve to whine. Don't worry about none of that shit. I'll pack all that crap up and put it out when I'm done. I'll send Gavin a text message when you can come and get it, I instructed coldly. I'm going to drop her off and I'll be back to discuss, Gavin began. Oh, no, sir. You ain't coming back here. Annalise, we need to talk about this, Gavin insisted. We don't need to discuss a damn thing, Gavin. I don't think you understand what the fuck I'm saying to you. I'll have my lawyer contact you, I replied, holding the front door open. The fact that you made a baby with this chick who's supposed to be my sister is definitely grounds for divorce. I don't think it hurts my sister. She'll never be accepted as any sister of mine, especially not now. I don't give a fuck. I didn't want to be your fucking sister anyway, Zakia shouted angrily. You are one ungrateful bitch, Michaela blurted as she picked her fist up to punch Zakia's ass. I stopped her because I didn't want her to get in the middle of my battle. You ain't got to do that, sis. It's cool, I said. She just shook her head at the young chick who was acting a fucking fool up in my damn house. Bitch, you don't even know me. What I know of you is bullshit. You've been staying at Annalise's house for God knows how long and fucking her husband on top of that, Michaela continued. If she had taken care of him, he wouldn't have come to me in the first place, Zakia shot back. Oh, please just let me hit that bitch one time, Michaela begged. Get the fuck out, I yelled, opening the door as wide as it would go. As they both walked out, Gavin turned and looked at me. I will be back. No, the fuck you ain't. That was what I wanted to say, but I held it in until I got what I needed from him. Give me my other set of keys, Gavin. Hesitantly, he removed the key from his key ring and turned to face me. We need to talk about this. He held the key in his hand, and I snatched it from his hand. I'm done. Talk to my lawyer, I told him and then shut the door on him. Ow, he howled from the other side. I think his lip might have got caught on the door or something because that's how close he was standing to it when I shut it in his face. The nerve, huh? Girl, that nigga always did have balls, but I never would have thought he would pull no shit like this, boo. Michaela sighed, still upset by the whole ordeal. I'm so proud of you for holding your ground like that, though, Lisey. I was so mad when I saw him here, but then it was like a calming feeling came over me. Gavin and I haven't been in a good place in our marriage for a while now. I guess I was just too blind to see it. I should have known there was more to the situation than what he was actually telling me. I feel so stupid for trusting him. 
Don't say that. You're not stupid. You were in love and trying to make your marriage work. How can the marriage work if there's no trust? You're right. Fool me once, shame on you, but he won't get the chance to fool me twice. I'm contacting the lawyer first thing Monday morning. Good for you, Lisey. Now, she said as she lashed her arm through mine, let's go look at this house of yours. You're definitely going to need new mattresses for show. Shit, we're going to toss the whole bed and every other tainted item up in here. The two of us busted out laughing as we gave ourselves a tour of the estate. It really was a beautiful house, and it was huge, too. I could definitely see myself settling in here once I made some quick changes to the decor. I didn't know why a man who never knew me had left something so fabulous to me, but it couldn't have come at a better time. Goodbye, Gavin Channing. So I'm going to just skip past everything else and just get to the fact that Michaela's still cheating on Joe with Tommy. But she got the nerve to talk about how this nigga... I could see Annalise being upset and feeling some sort of way. That's fine. That's valid. But Michaela, you pot calling the kettle black. Not even that. Like, you literally, the, 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 you the pot and the kettle. You, you black as shit right now. I don't know if that made sense to y'all. It made sense in my head, though, when I said it. Don't at me. Chapter two, Gavin. The last thing I expected was for Annalise to show up at the house. <laughs> I got to stop. I'm going I'm to try and stop laughing at this nigga. <sighs> Falling the character. The last thing I expected was for Annalise to show up at the house. She never mentioned anything about coming here. She told me she was going to Vegas with her girls. That was why last night I had packed my shit and came out here. I figured if she was going to Vegas, I could come spend some time along with Zakia so we could discuss the pregnancy. If I had known my wife was coming here, I would have gotten Zakia settled in a hotel room or something until Annalise left. Instead, this whole thing had blown up in my fucking face. Now, Zakia was sitting here in the passenger seat of my rental, yapping like a fucking chihuahua and getting on my last nerve. It wasn't my responsibility to find her a place to stay, but she was acting like it was. I guess now that she was carrying my child, I didn't have a choice. Becoming more upset by the second, I pulled into the Motel 6 parking lot because I didn't know how long she was going to need this room. I wasn't trying to get stuck paying an expensive-ass bill at some luxury hotel for her and her kids when I wasn't sure where things were going between us. Uh, what the fuck we doing here, Gavin? Zakia questioned, sitting straight up in her seat. It's a hotel. I'm going to get you a room for you and the kids. I said as I looked at her. <laughs> oh, you must be on your period or something. You think I'm going to stay here with my children, she fussed. This ain't no motherfucking hotel. It's a motel. And trust me, they are not the same. What's wrong with Motel 6? Look, look, they already put the light on for you. Without any warning, Zakia popped me upside the head just like Annalise had done not too long ago. You are out your damn mind if you think I'm bringing my children here, she repeated. Well, where the hell you want me to take you? To your aunt's house with your kids? I asked. The fuck I look like staying with my auntie? She just barely started getting my kids again after I sent Tanisha's trifling ass over there. She had to kick her ass out. Nuh-uh, nigga. You better take me to the Benson or the Heathman. Shit, even the Hilton or Marriott, but I ain't staying here, and you got a lot of damn nerve thinking I would. If our child was already here, would you bring us to this damn dump? 
Is this how you plan to treat us? Like a piece of shit? I would never. Then don't treat me like that then. Now let's get the fuck away from this ratchet ass motel because my skin is starting to itch. She said as she pretended to scratch herself. Zakia was definitely being overdramatic. Since when did she give a damn about the differences between a motel and a hotel? When I met her, she was living in a really nice condo. Then she lost the shit, and now she expected me to carry her weight. It wasn't fair to me, but I guess this was karma for me cheating on my wife. Thinking about Annalise, I could only imagine how hurt she was after everything that transpired. She must have been crying her eyes out and shit. In the past, she and I had always been able to talk to each other about anything. I wasn't sure when we got so distant, but I should have spoken to her. I shouldn't have started cheating on her without trying to work shit out. Kicking myself, I turned the car around and went to look for a better hotel just to avoid any more arguments with Takia. So much for that nice gesture because it still didn't stop her from bugging me about the shit that had just happened. Did you know she was coming? Zakia asked. What a stupid question. If I knew she was coming, do you think you still would have been in the house? Of course I didn't know. Is she really just going to put my stuff outside? She inquired. That was another stupid question. If that's what she said, then that's what she meant. She's angry right now, Zakia. I wouldn't be surprised if she's throwing your shit in bags right now. Your wife is a bitch, you know that? She huffed and cut her eyes. I did get caught with you wearing barely nothing. And what did you expect the reaction to be? Did you think she was just going to hug us and wish us well? I asked sarcastically. You don't have to be an ass, Gavin. Well, you shouldn't be asking stupid shit. I'm not stupid. No, you aren't, but your questions are, I retorted. What about my salon stuff in the guest house? What's going to happen to that? I don't know, but you sure can't bring that shit to no hotel. This is fucked up. You're a lawyer. How the hell could she just come into a house where I'm living and throw me out? Zakia asked. You didn't have a lease or anything saying you could live there. Hell, you weren't even supposed to be there, I fussed. I've been staying there for months, though. She can't just come in and tell me to leave. That's not fair, Gavin, she said as she started crying. What am I supposed to do, Gavin? With all that I was dealing with, I could barely listen to any more Zakia's whining. She was really working my last nerve with all that shit. I can't have a baby in a hotel room. I can't live in a hotel with my children indefinitely. I had plans in that house. I finally had clients starting to come by to do their hair. I was finally making some decent money on my own. What the hell am I supposed to do now? Damn, Zakia, will you just shut up for a minute? I fumed. I was at the end of my rope with this fucking noise. Don't you talk to me like that, Gavin. What the fuck? Fuck, I yelled, holding my head. This shit was becoming ridiculous, and I wasn't about to let folks keep popping me upside the head like that. Between her and her sister, I was seeing stars, meteors, and sun rays. Now frustrated beyond belief, I pulled into the next place I came across. This time, it just so happened to be an extended stay at America. Veering my rental up in the parking lot, Zakia immediately went off once again. What the fuck is this? It's an extended stay hotel. 
It has a kitchen and everything. Shit. It's better than the Motel 6, I enlightened, just in case you wasn't familiar with the hotel chain. Why couldn't you take me to the Embassy Suites or the fucking Residence Inn? They both have kitchens, too. Why the hell didn't you bring me to this low-budget place? She asked. Why not here? You didn't even look inside yet, I replied, anxious to get her out of my hair so I could go deal with my wife. I don't need to see the inside. Look at the outside. I'm not going anywhere else unless you're paying for it. Now get your ass out this car so we can go rent this damn room or I'll take you to your aunt's house. Shit, I'd had enough. Zakia wasn't about to take me through any more unnecessary changes. Not happy one bit, she got out of the car and crossed her arms over her chest. She stomped behind me like a fucking kid. Annalise would have never acted like this, but there was an eight-year difference between the two sisters. I had so many regrets right about now, but it was way too late to do anything about it. After checking in, we got the key and headed to the room. Once inside, I hoped the Zakia would feel better about staying here. See? This ain't so bad, I said, trying to lighten her mood. The room was pretty nice, so it shouldn't have been an issue. If it was, that would be her problem, since I had paid for the room for the next 14 days. The room is yours for two weeks, so I suggest you be a little more grateful. And it's right down the street from your son's school in Daylinda's daycare. Kiss my ass, Gavin. Nah, I'm gonna kiss your lips and see you in a bit. I'll be back. What the fuck? You gonna let that bitch put me out and then go run to her? You gonna go fuck her in the same bed we've been fucking in? Little does the kid know, Annalise wasn't gonna touch that damn bed unless she was tossing it out. That was the last thing she needed to be worried about. Answer me, the kid demanded as I walked to the door to let myself out. I got a key to get back in. The kids are gone for the weekend, so we have the next few days to get this shit straight. Now stay here and I'll be back. I said more sternly. Zakia didn't like it, but what could she do? I walked right on up out of there like the grown man I was. Did I get popped again when I went out the door? Yeah, and that was just why I planned on taking my own sweet time going back there. By then, hopefully she'll be sleeping. Damn, I hope this woman ain't still tripping. I worried the whole ride back to the estate. Annalise had to be upset. But after a decade of marriage, there had to be some type of love left. Or at least that's what I thought until I got back over there. She was so cold that she wouldn't even answer the door. After waiting outside for a couple hours while begging her to talk to me, I finally gave up and took my ass to the room with Zakia. It wasn't where I wanted to be. But what choice did I have? Right then, none. That nigga done took a pound into the back of the head. Like, y'all like my sound effects? That's the only sound effect I needed for this book so far. Just. <laughs> oh, golly. I hate Gavin. I hate Gavin so much. I think it's because I don't like people who cheat. So, really, I hate Michaela, too. It's all love. It's all open. I hate them both. And I kind of kind of hate Annalise because she tried it too but she just didn't get the chance to get none and I hate Zakia for cheating the only one who's free and clear in all this shit are the children, Joni Dalo's a punk ass but he loves his children mm -hmm. chapter 3 Zakia 
When Gavin left me at the damn hotel, I was more upset than I had been in a long time. The only good thing that came from it all was that it gave me time to think. A woman with a plan was dangerous, and I wouldn't make another move without having one. That was why when he came back to the room in the early evening, I was nicer than ever. It was harder than I thought, though, because every time I reflected on how he let his wife jump on me like that when I was carrying his baby, I wanted to flip out on him. What if I would have had a miscarriage and lost our unborn seed? What then? Yeah, I had to calm myself down so I could push the words out gently instead of cussing his ass out like I wanted to. Lord knows that he had that shit coming. Are you good? I asked as Gavin removed his clothes and got in the bed with me. Yeah, I'm just tired and got a fucking headache, he complained. If he was saying that shit to make sure I didn't try and get me some, he was wasting his time because that was the last thing on my mind. All I wanted to know was what was happening when he went back over to the house. Like, was all my shit outside or not? So, I guess you don't want to tell me what Annalise said when you went back over there? I pressed. I didn't talk to her. What do you mean you didn't talk to her? You were gone for hours. I was waiting outside for her to open the fucking door. She refused to come out and speak to me. I'm just going to give her time to cool down, then try and contact her again, he replied boldly. Why couldn't he just leave that big bitch alone? Annalise made it fucking clear that she didn't want anything else to do with his ass. Now here he was chasing her down to talk to her when I was right here in his face carrying his baby. What the hell can he be thinking? Gavin? I called out when I heard him snoring. Did this nigga just fall asleep on me? Restless and frustrated because I didn't even get to find out that bitch put my shit outside. I eased out the bed to get some privacy. Creeping to the living room portion of the cheesy ass suite, I shook my head as I looked around the outdated furnishings. Gavin was really slipping with this shit and something had to give because I wasn't about to bring my kids here. That gives me three days to find a house. I whispered as I got a blanket out of the closet and threw it on the sofa before I stretched out and kicked my feet up. After grabbing my cell off the table, I scrolled online and searched for properties. Within an hour, I found three nice houses that were up for foreclosure. Thinking that Gavin could get me one for a good price, I screenshot all the informational pages. Clicking off the last website, I noticed a message icon in the upper left-hand corner of the screen. Touching it, the app opened and I saw that I had three texts from Berinda. The first one, she was asking me what happened to her hair appointment. The next two were urging me to call her back as soon as possible. Immediately assuming that she went by the salon on the estate to get her hair braided and had an encounter with Annalise, I hurried and called her up. Oh, how wrong I was. Have you talked to Daylo? Berinda shrieked loudly. No, why? I asked curiously. Girl, that nigga Smack called me a little while ago and told me that if you didn't answer Daylo's calls or call him back about his kids, he was going to come out there and take him. Ain't nobody worried about my baby daddy. Let him take his sorry ass right on over there because me and my kids ain't there. Wait, what? You heard me. We ain't there. Then where the hell you at? Hell, where are the kids? Cause I know they ain't with Tanisha because your auntie kicked them out and I know she ain't found another place that damn quick, did she? No, she didn't, and believe it or not, Auntie Joni got my kids for the weekend. Some of her friends are taking their grandkids to the fair, and since she ain't got none, she came to get mine for show, I explained, and then told Brenda all about what happened when Annalise just showed up out the blue and put us out. 
Are you fucking kidding me right now, Zakia? I wish I was, but I'm in a damn hotel room right now trying to figure this shit out. Damn, boo. I was wondering why you didn't call me back about my hair appointment, she whined. I know, right? Damn, Zakia. First that fool Dalo come acting up and now your sister done came and put you both out? Glad your shoulders weren't there, boo. Brenda spoke. The one in my stomach was, and that bitch still put hands on me, I complained as my other line started to ring. Who the hell is this? Who is who? Brenda asked nosily. I don't know this number, but anyway, girl, I found these houses. I started as my line rung again with the same number. Fuck! You know that's probably Dalo. Have you talked to him? Brenda questioned. No, but I think this is him trying to call me now. I huffed, not wanting to deal with my baby daddy at the moment. You better answer it, girl. He might have gone over to the house. So, as mean as that bitch Annalise is, she ain't going to do nothing but call the cops on his ass and get him locked right back up. Let him go on over and act a fool if he want to, but that bitch don't play. I laughed, thinking about his ass getting arrested again when he just got out. You are fucking insane, Zakia, Brenda cracked up. You just be careful because Dalo ain't himself, girl. The shit smack been telling me don't even sound like that nigga. You fucking with Gavin really got him tripping. Damn shame it gotta take me to fuck with another nigga to get him act like he loved me. Ain't nobody think about Daylo. Not when I gotta find a damn place to live. You better think about Daylo, girl, cause when he find out about that baby you carrying, shit gonna really hit the fan, Berinda Warren. That's precisely why I need to find another place. I can't have three kids living in no damn hotel room. Now, if it was one of them fancy-ass rooms, you wouldn't hear shit from me. Damn, girl. Don't tell me that nigga got you staying in Motel 6. Hell no. But this ain't the Ritz-Carlton or nothing like that. Shit, I need to find another place ASAP. Don't worry about that shit, boo. You know Gavin's gonna come through after his wife did that grimy shit. If not, y'all can always come stay with me. You already know we ain't about to squeeze up in your one bedroom, I laughed, but appreciated her to the fullest for offering. I wouldn't do that to you. I know, Zakia, and you ain't gonna have to, because like I said, Gavin gonna make sure you and the kids are good. He loves you, and now that you having this baby, I'm sure he gonna step up. Boy, I hope that what Brenda was telling me was true, because after we hung up, I climbed right back in the bed with Gavin and prayed that everything was gonna be okay. That helped me fall asleep peacefully. That night, I slept so good, but since I passed out super early, I woke up around 3 a.m. to Gavin huffing and puffing. It was so loud that I heard it from the other room of the suite. Curiously tiptoeing in there to see what he was complaining about, I saw Gavin with his computer on his lap. Stepping around to see his face, I noticed that he was on the verge of tears. Without asking him what was going on, I peeked around his laptop and took a quick glimpse at the screen. It was his bank account he was looking at. You good? I asked. Hell nah. This one done took all the money out of our joint account. What the fuck? Please don't tell me that you put all your eggs in the share basket, I questioned, shaking my head at him. Fuck no. I got my own dough, but damn. She did that shit without running it past me. I don't give a damn about that little money from her daddy, but I put at least 50 G's in that account, he yelled. This shit is crazy. I guess you don't know how a scorn woman moves, huh? I enlightened him and started running down all the stunts a chick with a broken heart could do to get revenge. Her next move is to divorce you and take the house in Houston. 
Trust me, Gavin. Don't wait for her to make the third fucking move. She done already took your damn money and my damn house. So what are you suggesting right now, Zakia? Gavin asked with a raised brow. You're a fucking lawyer. Start the sale of your house in Houston, I told him, then showed him the listings I found. We could find a house right here in town. Annalise is keeping her house here, and I don't want to keep running into her. Why the hell everything got to do with her? She don't want you, and I'm having your baby. If you love me like you say you do, Gavin, this should be a no-brainer. I spoke, getting upset, but while my face was frowning, his lit up. Forward me the information on them houses, and I'm going to find a place here. I just got to figure out what the hell I'm going to do about my practice. I'm well established in Houston. You can use your credentials to start your own firm down here, and I can get another salon to convert one of the garages. We can make this work if you don't stand around and wait for Annalise to take everything else from you. I told him as my cell jumped across the table. It had been vibrating since I started talking. You gonna get that? Gavin asked. He side-eyed me. No, we're talking. Evidently, whoever the hell it is ain't gonna stop calling. So answer it, he dared me. Being the bold when I am, I picked that motherfucker right up, listened to Dalo talk shit, and politely chanted, Please stop calling my phone. I done told you this ain't no Maria Sanchez shit. Take me off your goddamn call list. Hanging up right in my baby daddy's face, I quickly blocked the new number he called from and set my phone down. Gavin was all up in my damn grill. What? I asked, shrugging with an innocent expression. It's four o'clock in the morning, Zakia. He clown busting me. Oh, but I was a quick thinker. But it's after 7 o'clock on the East Coast, Gavin. They start early, I convinced and changed the subject. All I want to talk about right now are these houses. Don't even worry about that shit or the shit Annalise threw outside. I knew it. And it rained last night. Ugh, fucked up all my shit, I said ready to cry. Don't even trip, Zakia. We're about to replace all that shit, he promised me. Now... I didn't know how serious Gavin was, but with Dayla looking for me, I had to find a place and fast. There was no fucking time to waste. You ever say something with a badass idea and then in the next second you all in on it? Me neither. And I definitely wouldn't be all in on it right after I find out that she's getting a call from her baby dad and then lying to me about what the fuck it was at 4 o'clock in the morning. Even if she thinks she got out of it, she really didn't. Also, it's funny how that nigga had a headache. I, I like that. I like that a lot. He should get more headaches. Um, but, yeah, for you to stay in Portland, nigga, let me tell you, there's places around Portland where the houses are probably a lot cheaper, and it's not that far out from Portland either. Like, there's this place, um, I think it's called Lebanon. Where you could probably get a really good house. Oh no, that's what my wife calls. She call it Lebanon. Oh, it's Lebanon. Fuck, my bad. Google, Google be helping the nigga out. But anyways, I wouldn't get a house in Portland. Not right by where my wife stay at. And this shit ain't gonna stop. I'm just trying to figure out how he gonna get his way back in her pants. And are we ever gonna get back to Joe? Like, is the next chapter Joe? I don't even want to look. I don't want to skip ahead. I don't. I don't. I don't. I won't. But I'm going to put it on the Patreon. So if y'all go ahead and check the Patreon, the next chapter will be up uh, right after this one comes out.
and then it'll be up on you know the regular feed tomorrow. Thank y'all so much for listening. 916-633-1537. Uh, Ratchet Book Club on Twitter. Ratchet and Ratchet at gmail.com is the email address. And leave a review at Podchaser. Uh, just type in Ratchet Book Club. You'll find me. Go ahead and follow the show. Things of that nature. Thank y'all so much for listening. I greatly appreciate it. Y'all be good. Peace. and outro to Ratchet Book Club is by That Kid Garan and it's called Goodbyes. You can email him at tkgbeats94 at gmail.com for more information on how to lease this beat. This is Single Simulcast.